Eli has been a very naughty boy this week, boys and girls, boys and girls. I'll tell you for why. He's kept yours truly, Paul Gannon, star of Cheap Show, waiting for not 15 minutes, not half an hour, not even one hour. One hour's 30s pushing it. This monster of a human being, this trash pile, kept me waiting for two hours. I did not. I called And here you. he is, everyone's favourite fucking Cheap Show character, Eli the twat Silverman. Fuck off, Paul. If you're going to start off on his fucking foot, on a smelly foot, if you're going to start off like this, I'm going to say something fucking totally random. You do every week. This is, this is the formula of Cheap Show. Right, right. Listen, have you ever thought, what if people called Andrew, right? If people called Andrew were called Randrew. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. And actually, you've swayed yeah. me to your argument, sir. There you go. That's what I've spent two hours fucking doing. Right, here's a question for you. What? You know William is Billy. Yes. Why? Why is why is there a B in there? Will. Because it sounds like Will. It rhymes with Will. So rather than just say Will, they decided to just say well, it's Bill. Like, it's like Theodore is Ted, isn't it? It's a similar... Well, it's no, a dis- but why isn't it uh, Theo. Billiam? I'd like I'd like to have a friend called Billiam. Randrew and Billiam. What about Dickian? Dickian, that's an actual name. Dickon. That's a real name as well. Dickon. Welcome to Cheap So, ladies and gentlemen, the economy comedy podcast where Eli and I go for the bargain bins of charity shops and junk sales of Great Britain and blah 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 blah. <laughs> Eli says spoff. Randrew. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Big week next week, Mr. Silverman. What, what's happening next week, Paul? Yeah, you should know. The big winky. The big winky. The big winky it's, reveal. It's not only our big winky episode, but it's also our fifth birthday, basically. The beginning how of June. Time, how time has flown. How It's flown by, it's flown like, by. A, like a seagull searching for its soul upon the horizon of the ocean, chasing the setting sun. Oh, God, that's just full of nonsense, isn't it? I'm I sorry, Rillium. Rillium, <laughs> that's good as <laughs> well. <laughs> I thought I'd just come up to your level. <laughs> I'm like a seagull who spotted an ice cream and then swoops down, but it's a Cornetto, and I don't like those. Why does a seagull have a preference? Because uh, he's a picky seagull. He likes curry, only two things. Curry yeah. and um, those sort of uh, red... Licorice shoelaces you get. So beware, I will swoop. I'll swoop down. I'll swoop down on you. I'll swoop Eli. all around. <laughs> yeah. Eli, yeah. come here. Can we step what? outside the podcast for oh, just a second? God. I don't know just, if we can because we're in two different physical locations, Paul. Where are we going to go? Into the hollow, the hollow deck. Is it the hollow pod deck? Is it a new thing called the hollow pod deck, which we're going to step into? And you're going to put a sci-fi noise in. Come on. 
Put the beam me to the hollow deck pod outside the pod, and then we can have a word. Yeah. Fine. Put the noise. Put the noise in. Bleep bloop bleep. I'm going to beam you into the hollow pod and step outside <sighs> the podcast, but into another yet as fictional construct as the podcast itself. <laughs> Okay, I'm here, Paul. I can't see you. Eli. There's been an accident. Oh, Oh, fuck's sake. (laughs) The phaser didn't complete properly, Paul. What have you come back without? My hands. What is, no, is it just normal hand? Is that why it looks weird to you? Is it just a normal hand now? Yes. As opposed to a pig's trotter? I've got, I've got normal hands. Right, what did you want to say? What did you fucking want to say? Hands like pig's trotters. Is that what you came outside the podcast for? No, I came outside right. to say, I'm not feeling it this week, mate. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I'm God, just... I'm not feeling it. Right, just, we're not just going to have to get through. Not only is it really through. hot, yeah. it's just really hot for a start. And two hours ago, I was full of beans. Right? Oh, come I really on, was. mate. Get your beans back. Put your beans no. back in. Reuse no. your beans. Flick your beans. My beans are lacking. My beans are dry. They've been dried out and left on some uh, toweling. If your beans are dry and then you flick them, do they rattle? No, they shatter into dust. That's like one of those things. If a tree falls down in the woods, does it make a noise? (laughs) If your beans are dry, if you flick your beans and they're dry, does it make a rattle? Does it, though? No, it doesn't. (laughs) That's ridiculous. If you flick your dry bean, will it turn to dust? One bean, that's like one hand clapping. One dry bean in the wind. (laughs) Yeah, but the dry bean has been observed during this process, so there's nothing about it which is existential. Okay, now have you got, like, uh, a Tales from the Shop floor, maybe? Mate, I'm just going to beam you back into the podcast. I've said what I wanted to say. I forgot we were outside the podcast. It's very good facsimile. It's very good. The The hollow space... It's very good with the spongy walls. Blue spongy walls. Boing. Nice. So, yeah. Fade us back nah, over. I'm done, mate. I'm done. No. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cheap Show this week. Join us next week for our fifth birthday episode. Bye. Should I stop recording there? No. <laughs> That's like a fake walkout. You've managed to do the fake walkout. You've done well, it. You've transposed yeah, the it. fake walkout into a, like, I'm stopping. Well, <laughs> mate, I didn't want to say it, but I am a maverick broadcaster. You fucking are. We're yeah. two mavericks. We're like two maverick bollocks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. No, not really. What we got coming up on the show then, Paul, today? Coming up on the show is, first of all, a massive thanks to Mr. Bisto. 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 (laughs) Mr. Bisto? Who's that? Have we got sponsorship? No, it's not Mr. Bisto. Mr. Bisto, he would be very smelly, wouldn't he? He'd smell of gravy. His farts would be gravy air. Mr. Bisto. And he'd go, Mr. Bisto, like that, wouldn't he? Yeah. I'm, I've just had a coffee, i tell you that. I've just had a coffee. <coughs> what are you gone? Mr. Biffo, sorry. Oh, Mr. Biffo yeah. dropped off some P.O. Box goodies, so we are going to dive into the P.O. Box and pull out whatever's in there. Sweet, sweet P.O. Box goodness. It's exciting times. I've got bits of stuff from uh, the five years we've been doing this uh, pod all in my room, all stacking up, silting. All crusts of it, crusts of cheap show crap, all 
all coming on top of me, all round here, all dusty, dusty sifting through dusty piles of it. And don't forget your cum t-shirts. Oh, fuck off. I didn't listen right to the end of the podcast last week. You should have, because that's the bit where you say, I spoffed in my shirt. (laughs) I didn't. I spoffed somewhere else, and then I wipe it up with the shirt. I mean, it's going in the wash anyway. But now my next question is, where do you fire your load? Do you fire it (laughs) (laughs) willy-nilly? Depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. Are you a belly splasher or a carpet masher? Ma- carpet masher. It's going to take more than shake and vac to get your spunky crustules out in it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You and your whole fucking set of references are set from about 77 to 85. <laughs> about 84, 85. Yeah, you're right. I don't think they even sell that shit anymore, shake and vac. No, they do. Just... I've got some in my cupboard. Okay, so you still use it. Still still helps. I do the spoff and vac and put the freshness back. I do the spoff and vac and put the freshness back. It helps with the stench of your psychotic cat. Nothing wrong with my cat. Everyone loves my cat. The only people who don't like my cat. I heard they want they want your cat to replace me on the fucking pod. Now I'm gonna tell you right now. At least my cat's around when I want him to be. And productive and has a better social media presence than you do. I can't believe listen, I'm getting coerced. I signed up for a podcast, not some kind of fucking tween streaming bullshit. Well, I'm sorry to make this, you know, admin on air. But I'm docking your pay. You're getting you're getting two shillings this year, this month. All right, sorry. I'll do whatever you say. Yeah, you will. I need the money, man. You'll suck at the cock of my obedience. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got quite turned on by that as well. <laughs> anyway, so that's what we're doing on the show today. It sh- it promised to be quite a lot of fun. Um, All right, good. But did you say there was a tales from the the uh, shop floor? I'd quite be quite quite interested to hear one, Paul. Well, let's bring a sound effect and then, uh, you know. Let's go for it. Do Go for it. Let's go for it. Excellent. This is literally a hot off the press edition of Cheap Show. Well, everything is, everything's hot off the press, isn't it? All the P.O. Box stuff. Uh, yeah. Is that what you meant? That's what you meant. Right. I was just. Uh... Yeah. It's all hot off the press. The, 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 let, the email came in not a few hours ago. The P.O. Box stuff came in not too long ago. Th- th- this stuff's so hot, I don't touch it. And I'm also hot in the in the house of pickles. Yeah, you got your top off, and I can see your stupid bulbous body. It's not stupid. Bodies don't have an IQ. Yours does. Bodies just speak, you know, the grammar of uh, of love. Your you, no, you have um your body IQ is pig's trotter. Uh, does my whole body look like a big pig's trotter? <laughs> Mate, guess what I did the other day because we were both bored. What? I shaved my back. Did you really? <laughs> it. Did you yeah. really? Why? Do you want to see it? It's here. I don't want to see your back. I can. I can imagine. You know. Yeah, you imagine my back. You imagine your hands all over it. Go. No, oh, it's, it's so smooth. smooth, Paul. It's nice and smooth, is it? Right. And you and you go. Oh, oh, Paul. Yeah. And then what do and I then, do? You know the usual stuff we do on Cheap Show, where it ends up you gobbling <laughs> in my mouth with some <laughs> chunky cum load. It's chunky. You know? If you if come if you ever actually came chunks, right? I would go yeah. to a doctor if it was like cottage Mine cheese. Does. It does. Mine comes out literally like microwave porridge. No, it doesn't. It does. My ejaculate is the only ejaculate I can safely say makes the onopeic sound of chunder. <laughs> it it sounds like boulders falling. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. It's so weighty. It's so f- cram-packed with uh, spunk sperms. Little yeah. sperms all packed together. You're cruel to the sperms in your spunk because you, no. you pack them in. 
You fucking, <laughs> you're a dictator of your own spunk sperms. The spunk will run on time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start this bloody thing. It's time for Tales from the Shop Floor. Where floor, you, floor, 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 floor. Dear listener, send in your stories of encounters or events you've seen in and around your place of business or work. That's broad enough, isn't it? That's good. Nice and broad. And for those who are listening for the first time, perhaps today, I want to assure you that not all the stories we talk about on this show are shit or cum-related. Or piss-related. Or piss, or vomit. However, this one does involve a fair few of those elements today. Okay, come on. Tick them off as they come. Hello. I've got my bingo card out, Paul. Spot. Yeah, we should have a bingo card. Right. I don't know what's worse, though. The fact that we don't get that many stories about harmless things like old lady falls over and sets off a drum machine and everyone thinks she's body popping. You know, or a story about a child who pulls a book from a shelf and everything falls down. It's always, I just saw a woman shit on the floor. Yeah. And another man squash it in. You know what stuck with me was that big turd that someone had put the wrong end of a plunger into. Oh, God, I hate this podcast sometimes. (laughs) Come on, hit... Let's let's throw some shit at the wall and see what sticks. It'll be shit. That's what will stick. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Real shit. Here we go. It is. You can stop making the <laughs> emphasis on shit for your prominent statement right now. Shit time. Here's shit time. Come on, new listener. It's not. It's, it's always not, about it's shit. shit time. It's always I don't want about that catching that's on. That's what we should fucking call it. Shit time. Shit time. We discuss no, shit. We're not calling any. Oh no, shit! We're not I any shat. segment of this show. I shat. No. I shit. <laughs> I shat. No, no, I shat. I don't care what tense like I you want us. to put it in. I Brutus, like I Brutus. I shat us. I shush us. Go on, read I it. I clag digs. <laughs> I clagger nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, read it. Come on. Oh, here we go. This is from Matthew. Hello, Matthew. He says, hello, Eli and Paul. Hello, Matthew. In that order. Good. First of all, I'd like to thank you for five years of laughs and incredible entertainment. It's got me through some dark moments. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. However, in this week's episode... Oh, I'm not reading this out. Oh, right. It's because it, it's, it's one of your fan letters, so I'm not reading it. Oh, come on, Paul. Give me something. I'm here by myself. Topless. Yeah. In a room that stinks of... Stale spices and sperm. Yeah, some other stuff. Coming this summer, Paul's brand new album, Stale Spices and Sperm. <laughs> Yesterday's Spice Mix. <laughs> Is that Yeah, the- well, I thought my, my influences were kind of like Bob Dylan uh, and Paul McCartney. I thought I'd go folksy, a little bit kind of roots, a bit skiffle with this one. Uh, so my first track off the album, which is Guzzle My Spunk Load, uh, I think says a lot about, you know, the politics of now. That is literally a transposed spinal tap joke. Lick my love bug. Oh, fuck off, mate. <laughs> Come on, mate. Allow- I'm, I'm allowed sorry. to riff on things that I find humorous. Are you? And not necessarily Are you allowed? No, there's Are a frame allowed? of reference for it. You're not allowed. Read the letter. Ah, uh, you know what, Eli? What? I'm not doing this Please. show now. Bye. <laughs> Come on, mate. Read the letter. Read a bit. All right. However, in this week's episode, or rather the last week's now, Episode 179, I was presented with an ex- with an extreme disrespect of source. <laughs> yeah. Well, Eli's source report is an integral part of Cheap Show and never fails to be greatly interesting and entertaining, so deserves a great amount more respect than Paul is giving it yes. this week. 
This lack of respect is frankly disgusting, and I'm truly infuriated. I really hope Paul is able to see the error of his ways and give the source some much more needed respect in future episodes. That's a great point, Matthew. And I think, Paul, this is, this would be a great opportunity for you just, just to apologise to, to myself and the rest of the listenership, you know? Well... No, First of all, no, I, just I don't want, to want say a mealy were... mouth. Don't mealy mouth. Don't say well. I want the first word come out of your fucking yap to be sorry. I'm sorry I denigrated the source report. Those are the words. We're waiting. Sorry. That. <laughs> oh, you interrupted me. Ah, fuck it then. I'm not going to do it. Oh, fuck you. Right. Fuck it. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Eli wins again. <laughs> anyway, on with the email. Bear in mind this email is being written at 3am, so the grammar may be a bit shite. Well, that's good to know. This story takes place a few years ago when I was working as a paperboy for a local newspaper. Boring, I know, but my experiences of shops have generally been quite pleasant. This particular story takes place on a Saturday afternoon in the middle of summer. I was around eight hours into a gruelling day of walking, and I truly did want death. As I walked up one of the many long winding driveways of the local village, I noticed a middle-aged man sitting in the front garden on a camping chair, surrounded by empty cans of alcohol. Getting closer, it became clear that the man was very drunk and looked like he was on the verge of death right in front of me. He's obsessed with death, isn't he, in this story? Is it? He was almost That's all he's dying. ever saying. He was almost dead, and the guy was almost dead. Cheer up, cheer. mate, might not happen, says every cunt who ever tries to cheer someone up who's depressed. If someone said to you it might never happen, what if your thing that you were hoping for was like, uh, I don't know, that you wanted to pass your driving test? Then that would be yeah. That wouldn't cheer you up, would it? Then you'd think, what might never happen? Me passing my driving test—that's terrible. You've made it worse. Yeah, you've made it worse, Cockney stereotype man. It might never happen, mate. What peace on earth? What? Oh God, people like you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Mister. Might never happen. <laughs> Refusing to engage in your problems with a cheery fucking non-diplume. Not non-diplume. What's a non-diplume? Ah. <laughs> Cheery nom de plume. A nom de plume is a nom that you use for writing a name, rather. Yeah. Hey, do you know what I use though when I uh, when I ha- have to have a different name for when I do my cooking show? Go on. A nom nom de plume. <laughs> oh no! I don't have the energy to fight back. Also, this week. that's the tragedy. Yeah, I know. Also. Listen, you're good at writing jokes, right? No, uh, I'm not. We've established this. <laughs> no, but you're better than me. You've got more structure than me. So I thought this punchline. Do you know when there's that famous speech Kennedy gives where he goes, Ich bin a Berliner. Berliner. Yeah. What if you had a joke where instead of saying that, he says, Ich bin ein Binliner. 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 Ich bin ein Binliner. <sighs> no? All right, read the fucking letter. JFK, take the bins out. Oh, ich, ich bin bin liner. <laughs> I don't know. All right, you failed. So good. Come on. Well, it, no, all you've done there is really done a pun that yeah. has no context and you're looking for, for the context and I can't help you. I need a setup. I don't need the context. I need a good setup and a punch. I That's just gave the, you one. JFK. Goes out, puts the bins out. The out. Okay, JFK and Marilyn Monroe are in... Um, they're having a little tryst in a little motel or in something. In a hotel room. Right, and they and she's... Secret service outside. They know what's going on, but they're not She's used a load anything. of tissues for whatever reason, right? <laughs> okay, all night she's been using tissues. And so they... What for? Whatever. Is she crying? She's crying. He says he can't, you know, leave Jackie. Commit and, to her. And commit. Yeah. So she's crying a lot. Right. And uh, also he's got like sores on his back, which are seeping pus out. 
So she like yeah. she wipes that up for him. Nice, nice referencing to the facts you learned in the last podcast on the left. Right, whatever. And uh, then no, it's good. And then um, uh, the bin gets full, and she goes, "Oh, darling." She goes, "Ooh, ooh." Is she from the West Country? <laughs> she's oh, are you Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> boop, boop, be doop. She's Meaty Margaret. Marilyn, Meaty Margaret. <laughs> Marilyn, Meaty Marilyn. <laughs> meaty Marilyn and Meaty Margaret. Yeah. And, and uh, Jeffro does their bidding. And then and then he goes, she goes, oh, darling, take the bins out. Take the take the bin out. And he goes, ich bin in bin liner. Nah. Oh, 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 oh. Marilyn Monroe yeah. and JFK yeah. are in a hotel room. Right. Jibby, jibby, jibby. They're having a bit of nooky, wooky, woo. Yeah. And she goes, oh, oh, I want you inside me, JFK. <laughs> I want to have your good. babies. Yeah. And then JFK goes, ich bin bin liner. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, well, I suppose we'll have to do. Yeah. Yeah. He's using the bin bag as a contraceptive. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Right. Ich bin Leiner. So there's this old guy, looks like he's dead. Is he going to shit himself, piss himself, puke, and maybe have a little no, whack not, as well? He's just a guy on his front lawn. He's going to shit, right, and the poo's going to, all the liquid of it's going to go through the mesh of the of the seat that he's lit on. And it'll filter out, and it'll just be brown poo water coming through. Okay. All drippy, drippy, okay. like, a, like a coffee percolator. Well, do you want me to read the letter, or you just want to have a fantasy <laughs> wank over what you're coming up with? Oh, come on. You mucky pup. Read the letter. Right, let me just get on with it. I forgot where we were now. So yeah, on the front lawn, drinking, on the verge of death. He then spotted me walking towards him and jumped into action, leaping out of his scruffy chair and began a tirade towards me. It became apparent that he had mistaken me for a cold caller and took it upon himself to put me in my place, slurring something along the lines of, you stupid little shit, you can shove whatever overpriced shite you want me to buy right up your arse. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, is Matthew, However, is what Matthew from the British Isles? I, I, I don't know. Paper rounds, they Probably. do that. They do that here, don't they? Did they do do that? Yeah, don't they? Paper. Yeah, round. You, you're basing this on his use of the word arse. Paper boy, um, that was a classic arcade game. Oh, mate, no more tangents, all right? <laughs> just, just save a few, right? Yo, right. stupid little shit. Blah 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 blah. Now, this in itself wouldn't make for a very entertaining story. And you're right, Matthew. Yeah, you but... fucking old math. <laughs> but hang on. However, what happened next was what struck me. I gave him the usual talk, rattling on about our free newspaper, and eventually he gave up and decided to go inside. But as he stood up, I witnessed a runny brown liquid disperse from his shorts. I knew it. It had become clear that the man had become so drunk, he had done his business in his pants while sitting in his chair. He made it up to the drive and trailing a long line of wet shit behind him all the way to his front door. Ugh. And then what happens? Then he proceeded to turn around and attempt to shout one last quip in my direction. This, however, was a very bad idea as he forgot about his elevated porch and stumbled forward, face first, into a squelching pile of dribbly shit and passed out from the copious amounts of alcohol. Ah, good points. Points for falling in the shit. (laughs) This truly made my day as I left the sleeping man covered in shit on his own front drive. I hope this story has quenched your thirst for a good little shit tale. I mean, mate, again, I, I need to emphasise this is not a shit-based podcast. <laughs> I know, it's not. It's, uh, I mean, if percentage-wise, it's probably more of a spunk-based podcast, isn't it, really? You know what? It depends on the mood. I knew it, though. I knew he's going to shit himself. I knew I could got the pattern recognition in. 
It went elements of the story. What's going on? Probable. Probable. Alcohol is always involved in those yeah. kind of stories. Alcohol. Um, saliva. Uh, um, elderliness. Defecation in some sports. You couldn't really compartmentalize it. It just has to be one. It is just defecation. Defecation is what you need if you want to beat the rest and you want to see the best. Oh, defecation's what you need. That refers to pooing solely. No, defecation is just defecation. I don't think it re- relates to the speed. No, not the... <laughs> I didn't say slowly. <laughs> oh, what did you say? I thought you said that I was said you poo solely. slowly. I said defecation only refers to the solids, doesn't it? It doesn't refer yes. to anything else. Yeah. I imagine soffids. Soffids. <laughs> <laughs> Soft serve. Soft, I imagine soft serve. Soft serve ice cream. That's what I was trying to get at. That's what the the the, um, the consistency of shit when you come up on a pill and you need a shit. And on it's... that note, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of that segment. Thank uh, you very much, Matthew. Thanks, oh, Matthew. Bye. bye. See you after the sound effect. Bye. Bye. Thanks to uh, Mr. Biffo for delivering the P.O. Box parcels today. We had a nice little catch-up with a safe distance between us both. We had a nice little chat, and he dropped off some boxes. And we have the boxes here. We have content, Eli. Yay! I love P.O. Box stuff, me. Please. And if if you want to send stuff to the P.O. Box, do you can. (laughs) Include dead snakes. No, no, no dead things in the post, please. Yes, dead things, little no. dead dried things, dried dead things. Your nakedness is offending me. <laughs> Why? I don't want to look at your tits. <laughs> you don't have to. Stop then. Don't look at them. Look, you've dressed like that purposely to turn me on. You've, you've, you're leading me. <laughs> oh, on. turn you on. You told me I was repulsive just now. I'm Make your mind up. <laughs> you no, are well, fucking hell. It's got your it mind up. Jesus. God, it's hot in here. <laughs> it's really I'm going to take I'm... the top off. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> you should have done the front <laughs> as well, mate. You didn't do what the front. Why that? didn't you do the front? Oh, my God. Tit- oh, actually. Look at those titties. I don't want to. Well, I have to look at yours, don't I? I'm turning it away. I have to look at your filthy truth. You can look at mine. No, <laughs> shut up. Just taste some food, fuck's sake. Right, so open one box right now, hot off the press. It's full of goodies. It's full of snacks. So let there's a letter. Let me read it out. Yum, yum. Dear Paul and Eli, I hope this package finds you well. And I hope you're dealing with the current situation. And I hope it's not getting to you too much. No, it's all right. It's not getting to me too much. I've actually uh, had some health benefits, haven't I? Yeah. You, you yeah. just you just don't drink at the moment, which is good. I don't drink at the moment, which is good. So no, no, it's sad though because it means that when we do finally get back together to start recording again, it will probably mean the bars and stuff are still open, which means you'll be drunk and hungover for every recording we do in person again, as opposed to the sober Eli, which for some reason still thinks Rilliam is a great gag. <laughs> Randrew, <laughs> Randrew, yeah, no, it's Randrew. I've got Rilliam on the mind. Anyway, I want to tell you how grateful I am for your podcast. Oh, it's such a laugh. I'm going to skip all the cheesy stuff because it just sounds insane when I read it. Why? Because he says about the source report. It's just another person saying about the source report. No, it's just when people are really, really nice to us. It feels weird reading it out and really self-serving. So the overall gesture is they like the show and it helps them and it makes us them feel nice. Right. Um, In this package, I've included some sweet treats from Japan, some interesting noodles and a drink from my childhood. Oh, excitement. Excitement. (laughs) No one else my age seems to remember them, but you used to be able to get them in farm foods in the early 2000s. Unfortunately, I don't have any bric-a-brac for you, 
Uh, and, but she's got... Um, that being said, I really do hope you enjoy the bits I've managed to put together. If you ever want to thank me, just be on the lookout for any Beanie Babies and whack whimsy. It's a little bit tough for the handwriting, but I'm getting the gist. And what? Beanie Babies and what? And what? What was the second thing? Cherished, cherished Teddies and Wok Whimsies? Wally Whimsies? Okay, don't know. Anyway, I even have a tattoo to show off of the Beanie Babies. Stay strong. Is there, is there a name? Uh, yeah. Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Thanks, Chloe. Now, uh, that thing I got in a Happy Meal before the apocalypse, that's made by Ty. They make the Beanie Babies as well. So, is that right? Yeah, they were the people who, who were sitting on that big bubble before it burst Violently. I've got that one. I've got that one, the new one. Do you remember? And it's it's like a, a cartoon, uh, sorry, a rainbow-coloured mouse thing. Did you Good. see it? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I can't, and I don't well, care, so we're moving on. I'm saying if she hasn't got one of those, we could. Uh, I could send her that, couldn't I? Mr. Silverman. What? <laughs> there's some things in here you are going to love. Oh, no, don't. Don't so, tempt first me. First of all, I'm going to show Eli this on the Zoom, but we'll explain what it is later. Eli, say what you see. I'm going to show you it now on the camera. What can you see? It's it looks like Pringles or it's Pringles, noodle flavored Pringles. It's a Pringles tube, right? Yeah, and it's a Pringles. And it's got the brand. Pringles. Yeah, got the brand. It's a Pringles brand instant noodle. <laughs> so it's a no. little noodle kit that comes in a Pringles tube. Oh my and apparently, god! Apparently, looking online, this is chicken and vegetable instant noodle. Wow! Oh wow! Wow. So there's that. So obviously that's going to be a future noodle kitchen test oh, lab urban mate. cunt. Oh, that's going to be such a chemically noodle, Wait, isn't mate. it? Calm down. Wait. Right. Next is another Pringles instant oh, noodle. Oh, that's diff- a different shape, though. That's not. That's in a, a traditional cup yeah. noodle cup rather than an actual uh, Pringles cylinder. But and I believe one this is-, is just like a vegetable and herb and onion uh, noodle, something like that. Lovely. Wow. And then finally, Eli, for your future noodle kitchen. Ooh, another one. They go for lots of different shapes, don't they? That's like a square. Yeah. One. But it's another Pringles noodle. Wow. And Those this are is great. This is a sour cream and chive. Oh, 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 oh. Now that I would be very interested to uh, have a little taste of. Very interested. By a company called Acebook. Not no, Facebook. No, uh, oh, sorry, Ace Cook, which sounds a bit like Facebook, to be fair. No, and it says Cook Happiness. Haven't heard of them. They've obviously bought the Pringle brand. I wonder if they if the noodles taste like Pringles a bit. Well, that's my confusion. It's like, is it just a branding, or are they based on flavors that exist in snack form out there, and they've turned them into the flavors for instant noodles? Well, sour cream and chives is a is a well established Pringles flavor, isn't it? And I and I guess the chicken flavor is probably reasonably predictably a brand they yeah. make. Well, I'd be very interested. Those are some really interesting noodle items. Very interesting. Whether they're going to taste any good, we don't know. But it, it, you have have you ever had anything by Ace Cook before? I'm not. It doesn't ring a bell, Paul. But it what it reminds me of is the uh, pepperami noodles. If we could get hold of some of those, wow! And is that one that that looks like a, a Pringles cylinder? It, it, do you pour the hot water into that as well? I, I I wouldn't guess so. I think it's just packaged like that for the for the it's gimmick. It's really strange. So strange that they've got enough money just to have loads of different formats. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Very strange. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's that's what we're going to say for you next time we meet. You're going to be doing some Pringle noodle for us. That's exciting, actually. It's very exciting. 
in the box is a TV and film quiz. Just like a little matchbox full of quiz cards. You like those matchbox quizzes, don't you, Paul? You've got a few of those. Some are better than others. Let's see what this one's like. Eli, yeah. here are your questions. Okay. What's the name of the Star Trek series starring Patrick Stewart? Which one? <laughs> There's two, isn't there? Oh, no. Now it's wrong. You're right. Now it's oh. wrong. So there's two. There is Star Trek Next Generation and also Picard. I hate Star Trek. Are we going to lose listeners? I always I found I it... like Star Trek, but I saw I found some it of so it. dull. I saw some of this new one and it yeah. was just miserable, depressing. Right. It was just slow, didn't like it. No. And then I saw the Plinkett video and I thought, oh, I'll give that a miss. <laughs> right, yeah. He, he hated it. In Pulp Fiction... Mr. Silverman. Yes. What was the name of the fictional TV show that Mia Wallace starred in? Uh, Fox Force 5. Fox Force 5. Is correct. Yay. What horror film had the tagline, be afraid, be very afraid? The Fly. Is correct. Come on, until I get one wrong. I'm going to get none wrong. Why was Molly Ringwald's character in The Breakfast Club given a detention? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I won't get a single one wrong. <laughs> Next one. Oh, give us a clue. She skipped school. She skipped school, but what did she skip school to do? She was like the the pr- prissy preppy one, wasn't she? Yeah, but what's the answer? Is it something? Uh, she skipped school because she couldn't handle some aspect of being a a high status prom. No, the answer is she skipped school to go shopping. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's a consumerist sort of thing. Yeah. I, I lo- used to love The Breakfast Club, but if you watch it back now, you think, oh, dodgy as fuck politics. <laughs> Don't you? Uh, yeah, it's, it's of its time. Yes. It's like a lot of those films, like Pretty in Pink, uh, have the same kind of awkward, oh, I don't know if you can get away with that now. Yeah, and last question. I would just say one more point on John Hughes's oeuvre. I think my favourite John Hughes film is Weird Science, and um, that, because of the tone, I think that's aged a bit better. Do you know what I mean? My favourite of his is... Home Alone. Really? It's just because it's a seasonal film. There's more of an emotional connection yeah. to it. It's a bit of a kid's fantasy when I yeah, saw it. You no, know, you want to be... It is. I mean, it's definitely... I, I can see why. But I like Weird Science. It's very problematic now, but I just like it. I like the whole... F- weird Science. I like the whole fantasy aspect of Weird Science. The way their, their home gets transformed and stuff, you know? I'd love them to remake it, though, where it's like two incels who hate women create one <laughs> with some... Virtual reality tech, and then oh, I know they get attacked by the woke. <laughs> are they are they are they meant to be nerds in weird science, or are they just sort of losers? They're dweebs, aren't they? They're not nerds. They must be some kind of deficient if they just don't. But they would rather create a woman in a computer than go out and meet them. They're nerds, but yeah. I guess that's the message of the film, though, isn't it? Is that she's got the kind of Beetlejuicey quality or Mary Poppinsy quality, yes. where she comes in, spins the life around, and they learn valuable lessons. Yes, and she can't act. About consent. And she can't act. <laughs> but that's the horrible thing about Kelly LeBrock, is that she's known for that film, and then you're seeing a bit of her minge in, <laughs> in in that film, Woman in Red. And she married Steven Seagal. Yeah. Yeah. She made some mistakes. Uh, one last question. What song by The Doors plays during the opening credits of Apocalypse Now? The End. Is correct. Right. Let's go into the box further. Okay. What else we got in there? That, those questions seem okay, don't they? Those questions seem quite not stupid. Unlike the, uh, yeah, they, but do you remember they the seem accurate? Do you remember the retro gaming questions? They were all just fucking wrong. No, what does Sonic collect in Sonic? 
coins. <laughs> no, you fucking don't. <laughs> that is someone who hasn't played Mario, hasn't played Sonic. See, there was you know there was an argument there to say maybe that was a false question put in there so people couldn't rip off the questions, you know. Like the whole, like the dictionary does, or AA, when they put fake little details in, so if anyone copies it, they can spot them. Uh, that's fake towns, fake locations on a map, you mean? Yeah. They wouldn't do that. So, they wouldn't do that, anyway. But because there was five or six of them in there, I thought, now nah, they're just shit. Yeah, they're terrible. So, Eli, the next thing I'm going to show you is a pair of boobies. Wow. What are they? They're, they're a drink. It's a bottle called a booby. B-O-O-B-E-E. And as you can imagine, listener, I'm going to be rinsing this gag for the next few minutes. Uh, so I'm holding these boobies in my hand and they feel quite firm. Yeah. And they're, f- they're juicy. Oh, uh, yeah. And as I squeeze them, I can feel them pert in my hand. There's a bit of a nipple at the top. Is there a hair? Is there hair? That you would suck on. Are there soft downy hairs all around the areoli? <laughs> around Harry who? <laughs> areoli, you know. <laughs> I'm Arioli. I'm always hanging around tits. I like you. So, it's a it's drink. There's four of them. They, are they out- For the sake of people listening at home who won't go to the website to look at the pictures, they are little tubes. Like They look like water bombs almost. Plastic yeah. with a, a coloured liquid inside. Are they alcoholic? Apple. Are they like shooters? Are no. they alcoholic? No. They're soft drinks. No, I think they're just kids' drinks. You know, like we used to have in the old days, you had those carton drinks. Yes. It's like that, but it comes in a... In, in a Booby tube. We used what did what were the classic ones from our childhood, Paul? We used to have Umbongo, Panda Pop, Kiora, Umbongo, Quattro. Was there Quattro as well? I never used to have that. Quattro was a soft drink, yeah. And there was Corona. Remember Corona? There was Corona as well, wasn't there? It is the rhythm of the did night. Did you used to? No, no, not the band Corona. Um, there was the drink. <laughs> there was a, my Corona. There was a fizzy drink called Corona, wasn't there? Do you recall that? Shut up. Orange flavor booby. Tropical flavour booby, apple flavour booby, strawberry booby. Where's Paul? I'm going to test one of these. Paul. What do you want, which one do you want me to test? Oh, Paul, I've invented a new drink. It's oh. a tea-based drink, and it's called a milky raspberry, right? Go on. One tea bag. One raspberry tea bag. Right. Brew them all together. Take the raspberry one out first. Milk, sugar. There's your milky raspberry. <laughs> um, I'll make you a milky raspberry next time you're over. Are you inventing? Are you that bored that you're inventing tea cocktails? <laughs> yes, basically, yes. <laughs> I am that bored. What drink do you want me to have? Green, orange, ye- yellow, or red? Start, what's the red one? Cherry. I'm only going to taste one. No, it's strawberry. Well, what's the most interesting to you, Paul? Uh, tropical. Tropical. Yeah. Yellow flavour. Go for the yellow flavour. Right. I pull out. The spout yep, from the show me it. And What's look- it got? A sp- oh, it's got a built-in straw. Yeah, it's all one piece of plastic. That, it looks like a hamster thing if you look it, at it. It does, down. or one of those or- IV sacks that you get in hospital. It's like a. Right, I'm gonna have it's a like a party bite. IV, a party IV for a very small man. He biting the top off. Don't bite the booby. <laughs> I've bit the booby. Oh, no. I've bit the booby the- on the bit. Oh, I've spunked it all over. <laughs> it. Yes. I got booby all over yeah, me. Yeah, you got boob juice all down you. I got boob all over me belly. The boob is supplicated all over you. Oh no! It's sticky boob oh, belly juice. I stink of pineapple. It's pineapple, isn't it? Yeah, it's when I bit into it, the pressure changed on the inside, obviously because there's nothing holding it back, and I just gushed it all over my kex. Uh, it's nice to know that sometimes you have these kind of accidents, Paul, and it's not just me pouring whole fucking. Pots of sauce all over my bed, which I sleep in. 
No, I know. That does look... It looks medical. That looks like a little piss bag. It looks well like it a piss bag. It does look like a piss bag. <laughs> right, I'm going to sup it. Here we go. Have a sup. That really almost has no flavour. Really? Is it sugary, though? There's a sugary flavour. If I had been given this and not told the flavour, I would have thought it was weak lemon. Really? Oh, that's terrible. It's got a weak lemon quality. Is it sticky? Is it? And what's it the mouthfeel like? No, it's got a kind of a ribenery aftertaste. You know, yeah. it's kind of almost a little bit rough afterwards. Right. It's 35p yeah. and it's booby. That's extremely cheap. I, I can't think of anything that costs less than 50p these days. Right, next. I've got a bunch of these. I don't know what they are because I didn't run it through my translation. Well, show what us. do you think that is? Oh, it's a cookie? It looks like a peanut, but it's not. It looks like a mouse. It looks like a deep fried mouse. Oh, God. I'll pull it out of its packaging. Oh, I think it's a Chinese cracker. Uh, it's like a big Chinese cracker. Yeah, a Japanese rice cracker, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's what it is. Yeah, it, it is. looks, looks like, like it. one of those big Japanese rice crackers. I'm going to try it's it. It's a single one. What's, does it smell of soy sauce? A little bit sesame. Yeah. Nice. What's it like? It tastes like one of those noodles you get in a Bombay mix, but with a bit of a kind of sesame oil flavour. Pleasant. It is quite pleasant, actually. That'd be nice with a cold beer. Yes. Mm. Or a weak tea. I wish I had something to bloody eat. What else you got? There's a thing here. All right. And I can't... I think it's Japanese. It's a little foam sweet, I think. And I think it might be banana. Yeah, it looks like a banana bee thing. That character's great. The mascot is quite trippy, isn't it? It is. That. A big... One of those bananas. banana. Big foam banana. I think it's got chocky in the middle, though. I'm going to find out now. Oh, that sounds good. Show me the insides. Not very much chocolate in it. Is there any visible? Oh, yeah, that's a tiny little seam of chocolate. Skimping yeah. on the chocolate. Um, I do not like this. <laughs> Why? It's got the artificial banana flavour that you don't like. or And the artificial chocolate flavour as well. Both of them are artificial. Nasty. I must cleanse my palate with booby. Come here, booby. Don't cleanse. You're going to ruin your palate. Paulie that... needs booby to oh. clean his palate. Oh, meaty Margaret will bring her booby over. You come here. We'll get you fit for market, we will. <laughs> I've got a scratchy bum bum. You calm it down there, Jeffro. We've no. got to fatten this little piggy up before we can sell him off. I'll kill it now. Next thing, it's a little box. On the front, it looks like honeycomb. What do you think that is? I think it's a honey biscuit. Let's find out. A honey-based biscuit of some sort, looks like. I would use Google Translate and sort all this out, but unfortunately my phone's in another room being charged. So, well done, Paul. <laughs> but I didn't know it was going to be in the box, to be fair, did I? No, but you did know it's probably going to be in foreign language. I literally opened it two seconds before I called you. What else is in there? Oh, I've opened the box, and out comes what can only be described as like a little oxo-cube square. Intriguing. Little metal foil package. Oh, is it curry? Is it curry sauce? What's that picture of on the... No, to me, that looks like, like a bit of honey. No. It's some kind of weird I'm going to find out. I've been told these are all snacks and treats. I don't think it's like bouillon. It looks like a bouillon. It looks like a a brown frutella chew. Oh, wow. It's going to be toffee, isn't it? It looks like a toffee. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. Toffee crube. Oh. Is that nice? Oh, mate. Is it caramelly? It's caramelly. It's soft. It's a little bit buttery. Yeah, it's toffee. A little bit. Mm. It's toffee, isn't it? It's fudge. It tastes of sweet, sweet brown. It's fudge. Mm. It's got a bit of fudge to it, but... Yeah, it is fudge. Come on, I mean, let's not beat about the bush. That is fudge. <laughs> no, no, that sounds like a really bad British porn film. No, well, let's not beat around the bush. That's fudge. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you see that potato fudge advert? Well, I wonder what that is. Yeah. I wonder what Gross. potato fudge is. 
Is it some kind of sweet fudge you put on your potato? Liquid fudge. All of this sounds like euphemisms, <laughs> mate. Can we move on? <laughs> right. I get my sweet potato fudge all over your delicate biscuits. So that is uh, that's your favourite item so far, the fudge cube. One last one. It's another cube, uh, box cube. It's a box. <laughs> another box. They are boxes. A... Boxes are a subset of cubes. Oh, it's got a parrot in an egg. Parrot coming out of multicoloured smarty egg. And there's number one written there's on it. Something on the back. It's like a cigarette. I don't know what this is. It's like a cigarette box or a, or a sweet, you know, fake cigarette box. Those sweetie ones, isn't yeah. it? A bit like that. I reckon they're smarties. I reckon they're oh, it's... Japanese smarties. Mate, there's a whole protracted thing about this. On the back, it says to lift the flap. So, oh, it's got little flap on it. It's got a chute. It's got like a little. Wow. That is uh, neat. Do you remember those candies that came out in the UK years ago that had the similar thing where you could knock them out? They were nerfs. Hand? Nerds, weren't they? Nerds had No, no, it had, think... a sl- it had a flap, mate. That's the important one. It had Tic- a flap. Tic Tacs had the... No, oh, yeah. mar- it was like caramel covered in chocolate or yeah, peanut covered in chocolate. Yeah, you could, dose, you could knock- dose yourself with them. You could dose them out the top like that. Dose yourself. Were they galaxy, galaxy nubbins or something like that? But here's the other thing about the box, mate. Look. On the front, there's perforations where you can push out the egg drawings and make holes. Look. Oh, so you can stick them on your wall or something. Hang on. On the front of the box, there's like little flaps. I'm trying to get my nails under to pull one of the flaps open. Can't get my fingers in to pull the flaps apart. Come on, mate. You've got beautiful, slender fingers. We all love your beautiful, silky, slender... Oh, it answers nothing. All that's gone underneath it is more Japanese writing. So I might have to do some more research on yeah. this. Well, taste one of the Either egg... Way. Taste them. I want to see what they look like. They're coloured, coloured chocolate eggs. yellow eggs. Are they all yellow? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's shiny, but they're quite a soft chew. Let's find out. Oh, it's a biscuit. It's a biscuit egg. Oh, it's white chocolate. <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time, mate. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. Good. If you like white chocolate with a biscuit centre, I'm sure you'll find that quite nice. I nearly honked my guzzids up. <laughs> yeah, I love it when you do that. Is that the last thing? I don't know. What else? That's the last thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that wonderful box, Chloe. That's amazing. Thanks, Chloe. That was a fantastic box. And uh, I will definitely... I think the Pringles deserve a full uh, review. Um, tie-in noodles. There should be a subsection called tie-in noodles. Did we had a? Didn't we have a um, Pokemon one that was just really standard? We did do a Pokemon one. It was yes. standard. The Pringles are actually a food brand, so it, you'd expect it to be better, you know, than just like a Superman noodle or something. Although I'd try that as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. All in all, what hey, what about this, Paul? Box. What about this though? A, a Doctor Octopus noodle. Then that ties in with the arms. You could pretend the arms were Doctor po- Octopus's arms. Who's Doctor Octopus? He's a fucking baddie from the Marvel Universe with octopus arms. Metal octopus. Dr. Octopus. <sighs> no. Pooey bum poo bum. I don't like it. Stop it. Stop. Just quote. Just just stop it. <laughs> it stop is, you what? do. Well, you what better start is, something. You do. You stop you want, it. Listen, if you want me to stop it, you better start it. Start something good. Start saying Mate, something you're good. You're just jealous. Because you're there in your little hot house of pickles with your top off, looking like you're doing a piss-poor cosplay of Jabba the Hutt's palace, right? <laughs> and I'm supping on booby. Okay, that... Listen, are you drunk off booby? <laughs> I may a... have supped from the booby too much. Is that a, a fetid 
fermented booby. Right, we're moving on. <laughs> right. Because otherwise, Eli will now just say booby for 15 minutes. Uh, also, pepperami noodles, anyone? They existed, and I want to get on, on that. Shout please and see if that helps. Please, pepperami noodles, please, universe. I'm going to do an Edmund. I'm thinking, I'm not, I'm preparing for pepperoni noodles. I'm not just thinking, I'm not just thinking. And the cosmos will give you noodles. I'm not just thinking, oh, I want pepperoni noodles. I'm actually placing them in my special box on a piece of paper. I'm wearing a piece of string around my knob. Right, well, you've heard it here first. Every time I give it a little tug tug, pepperoni noodles. No, no, stop it. Because now I'm imagining Noel Edmonds joshing you off and making pepperoni noodles come out your meters. And it's just a horrible idea. Listen. Yeah. Stop yeah. this. Stop this segment. Just stop. All you right. can stop now. I'm going to stop. Uh, enjoy the sound effects. Hey, everybody. It's time for your favourite segment of Cheap Show, Paul's Platters. What? 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 Paul's Platters, where I go through my record collection, extensive record collection, handpicked by me. Yeah. And play you a choice selection of what I have in my selection. All right. I'm up for it. But is there a patron saint sort of figure for your, this section? Um, for um, my, the patron saint of Paul's platter is um, the Mad Hatter. Okay. From Alice in the Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland books. So it's time for Paul's Platters, sponsored by the Mad Hatter. Ooh, Morty. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. No, let's develop this character. Ooh, Morty! No, what's he say? No, I haven't got time. Is that the rabbit? That's the rabbit. What does That's the, the rabbit? Ha- yeah. What does the mad hat say? Uh, I'm Bula Barbu. Move, move down, move oh, down. Move down. There no isn't... room here. Move, do it. Move down. Don't sit there. Sit here. Ooh, I hope you enjoy Paul's platters. Ooh, Morty, move down. Ooh, I'm Irish. Paul is now <laughs> cancelling the section. Paul's platters. All right, let's do. Let's call them Silverman's platters. Let's call them Silverman's platters. Yeah. Remote edition. Oh, and you just, when it's the Clive McFatter bit, you do it, okay? So, yeah, okay. Hello, welcome to Silverman's Platters. And here's a little word from our patron saint and sponsor, Clyde McFatter. Clyde? Hello. Good. On with the show. Good. Right, good, yeah, nice work. On with the show. Um, so, what you got? Open the P.O. box, two envelopes fell out, and both of them had a vinyl single in. Cool. Which is always delight to have. Seven-inch singles. Seven-inch. It's not... Is that what it's called then? The P.O. Box? Is it P.O. Box? It's a box that you've got... P.O. Box, No, you've yes. got... That's not the P.O. Box. The P.O. Box isn't a mobile box. You got them out of the P.O. Box. You got a box in the P.O. Box, didn't you? The P.O. Box is not a real box, <laughs> is it? I mean... What are you fucking going on about? <laughs> You're confusing... The P.O. box with the box that you got in the P.O. box. No, you're just confusing everything because you're a twat. No, no, you... What did you just say? You just said, I'm got, I'm getting it more out of the P.O. box. I'm, I've moved on since then. You're the one hung <laughs> up on what I said three minutes ago. Right, two seven inches. Let's anyway, see the first wanna, one. If you want to send anything to the P.O. box, it is P.O. box 1271 Harrow HA3 3NS. And we got this. Right, comes with a little letter, this first single. Hey guys, excuse the handwriting. Here I have a fresh vinyl for you chaps. Keep up the great work. Less know, more sexy Dutch vibes. Yes, 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 yes. Drop the beige. Yeah, don't just try it. Don't force it. I'm forcing it. I'm going to force... 
force my vibes. I can't, I can't force the the Dutch guy out from inside me. I can. <laughs> Go on then. Go on. Fuck yes, my yes, arse. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is from. This is from Tramp Cum Squeegee. Hello. Right. Is he still putting wet lemon wedges in his noodles like a fucking monster beast man? Yeah, like a, like an absolute troglodyte. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what he sent me, and I'll be honest, because I've not listened to these yet as of a recording time. I don't know if I remember it or not, but it's called Mr. Silverman Holiday Rap. Yes. MC Micah G and DJ Sven. I remember this. Eighty four. What's the year? I can't find a fucking year on this for love nor money. Put, Hang on. Look on the label. I am. Published by a Biddly D, by these artists. Nothing. I lit- I, there's not a date on this, I assure okay. you. All right, no worries. Sometimes that happens, doesn't it? Yeah, that's very strange. Made in English. Let's hear it. By Debut Records. Does that ring a bell? It does. I'm sure there's... No, that logo doesn't. I've never seen that. It's quite a nice, nicely designed label, isn't it? Yeah. Quite like that. But I've never seen that label before. I think I remember this as being one of those myriad, one of a myriad of uh, one-hit wonders, rap-based, semi-novelty one-hit wonders from a that lot period. Of midlife crisis white blokes pretending to riff on Beastie Boys, basically, but doing it with more of a sort of more of a comedy in mind. Because the Beastie Boys, you know, Beastie Boys were doing white white rap, but they weren't, and some of it was comic, but it was real music. Do you know what I mean? Wasn't it? It was always actually like a. A banging record, you know, like, but these Whereas, are just like all yeah. this kind of stuff. This sounds to me like the kind of crap you get at a holiday camp. It's that holiday camp comedy novelty hit. Yeah. Well, let's hear a bit of it, Paul, because I'm, uh, I think I remember it. This is an original Jorko recording. I'm sure, that means something to someone. Here we go. When we took the holiday with all our friends It was a time to relax and let your world behind It took me several weeks for something crossed my mind It was the sign of the time we never forget One morning our parents came us out of a bed We told them it's stupid, don't play the fool But the answer was shut, you got to go to school She's running up and down and everybody know Rapping, rocking, popping in the street kid show Mike the G-Rock the house and you know what I'm saying Now when he's on a mic there will be no delay So you better run to see him in your neighborhood He's rapping, rocking all the way to Hollywood Hey, check it out, these are the words we say Yo, scream with us we need a holiday We're gonna ring a rang-a-dong For the holiday Put your arms in the air Let me hear you say We're gonna ring rang-a-dong For a holiday Put your arms in the air Let me hear you say We're gonna ring rang-a-dong For a holiday Mike Ding and Sven We're here to stay We're gonna ring rang-a-dong For a holiday Hey, check out the new style We just play We are going on a summer holiday If you want to go, you'll swim we go into London and New York City And we take a little piece of Amsterdam Right! We are going on a summer holiday If you want to go, you'll swim we go into London and New York City and we take a little piece of Amsterdam. Right. And I'm doing a little piece of Amsterdam, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's... I've just looked it up on Wiki. I remember it. It's Madonna. I bet the, the sample is... It's Madonna's Holiday. It's, yeah. it's a rework Holiday. of... Holiday! Yeah, that. Yeah. But it actually samples all of the uh, the synth from that tune. So, MC Micah G and DJ Sven were a hip-hop duo from the Netherlands. The duo Paul, consisted Paul, of... Paul, loose... Paul, What? Paul. What? What's he called? Mikey or Micah? What Micah. M-I-K-E-R-M-C Micah. Oh, Micah. Okay, thanks. Or Micah, maybe. Micah G, maybe. Yeah. Um, 
The duo consisted of Lucian Witteveen and Sven Van Veen. Yes. The, the 1980s saw the two launch Holiday Rap to international success. It was a remix of Madonna's hit Holiday with additional rapping and an interpolation of the chorus of Cliff's Richard's Summer Holiday. Yes. That's that right rap bit. Uh, early, oh, there's actually a whole fucking story about them. Witveen and Van Veen, God, this is hard to say, became equated in 1986 in a disco in Hilversum. The disco, Club Baccarat, and the resident DJ, DJ Martin van der Schnacht, yes. had a home studio where he recorded a demo version of the holiday rap using the original loop. Blah, blah, blah. Their single became an international success, occupying number one on the singles chart in 34 countries and reaching the top 10 in 12 other. It was named by much music as the worst video of 1987 and is considered a wow. one-hit wonder. Yeah. It's it's because it's so... It essentially is just the backing track from the Madonna tune. So it kind of... Although it was a huge hit at the time, in your memory, it doesn't really distinguish itself. Do you see what I mean? From... And that's why it, it it's one of those weird records that was, yeah, everywhere. But I literally haven't thought about it in fucking no. 35 years. When when I heard the chorus kick in, that's when it sunk in for me that I've probably yeah. heard this on Radio 1's Roadshow in some 80s. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was big. But it's it's not um, it's not one of the ones on rotation now, is it? It's, it's never, like, you know when you get those cheesy hits of the 80s or one-hit wonders? It's, it's never, never one there. of those tracks, is it? No. No, I think it's probably because of um, IP issues, isn't it? It's probably because Madonna's people now. I, I don't know. To be honest, on that, I front. bet it is. That's that is a very tramp come squeegee. It's really setting in a very interesting uh, record there for me. In Germany, the song stayed at the top of the charts for five weeks in August and September, and they did a follow up single called Celebration Rap, based on what do you think? Cool and the gang celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, because I they're they're similar songs structurally because I when I was trying to yeah remember what what it was that was backing that track I thought is it celebrate because celebrate and holiday almost have exactly the same hook in them don't they celebrate no she says celebrate in holiday doesn't she celebrate she says that yeah she, she does oh that's a good point point. and yeah. then it could be so nice uh, yeah but then uh, calling the gang celebrate is it's a celebration. Do you want to hear a bit of it? Vation. Sure. This is We Are Family. It's also got that in it. Fucking hell, they're just cut and paste merchants. <laughs> They've got such a Dutch white voice, man. <laughs> I'm rapping now, and yes, I am, and here I go. Yes, 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 we're yes. rapping tonight. We're going to rap to the day in the morning light. I'm going to go to the party and have a song. Come on, everybody, let's sing along. I've eaten my chips with lots of spoff, and they got mayo on my boff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cut that, honestly. Right. Um, and then it says they kind of been reasonably busy they had that hit and that was in the top uh, it didn't repeat the success but still made top 10 in a few countries uh they did a big tour in 87 wow uh, micka g however unfortunately suffered from drug addiction and was homeless for several years shit um well, i wonder if he's the rapper or the other guy who dj yeah he's the rapper because dj sven's obviously the guy who puts the beats together 
And then somehow they released a track in 88 called And The Bike Goes On. And they did a viral video, a short clip from a South Indian movie in the 90s was uploaded onto YouTube with the title Little Superstar. By October, the video had gone viral and accumulated over 18 million views. The clip featured a South Indian comic actor, King Kong, dancing to the holiday rap tune. Wow. So the holiday rap was used in a viral video that was made in South India. Weird. Yeah, that's an interesting record. Very, very... um... Very cheap show, isn't it, really? We, we covered Do you a... want to hear the B-side? Yeah, what is on the B-side? It's called, and this is interesting, it's called Whimsical Touch. Okay. Which is like if you're molested by a librarian. <laughs> oh, he, he gave me a whimsical touch. Yeah, good. That was good. I don't know if librarians... What's, a poet would be more whimsical. So, Unfortunately, a poet did not come to me first. Librarian Yeah, did, but they're not so whimsical. the rules. Pa- librarian. Them's the breaks, mate. If it was like orderly touch or like you know be be quiet touch <laughs> then it'd be more like a... i want a nice quiet brown haired bespectacled librarian lady oh, in, in mid 40s to just take her clothes off i don't putting books away. no one wants to hear oh. this no one and wants I'll, to and hear then this that'll be my whimsical what, touch what kind of poor josh you... my blowy froth off <laughs> all over her gooey decimal system <laughs> Stop! Don't say shit like that anymore. Gooey... St- I say it. I say it. I say gooey decimal system. That's when I measure... That's when I arrange all my spunk into chundery, oh, liquidy, viscous... Viscous! Bubbly. That's good. Bubbly. Viscous. Slapdash. Viscous meniscus. Here's whimsical touch. There you go. That's what that sounds like. That's very re- reminiscent of um, the art of noise. Very reminiscent. Weirdly, isn't it? It's got that. It has got that. that um, it's a MIDI jackhard MIDI synthesizer that... where it uses it. It was the first time those synths came in where they can use an actual recording of the sound, and they can. Uh, it was they... like, yes, yeah, c- come over here and say bow. Yeah, bow, bow. Yeah, come over here and say into the microphone for me. Ooh. But the Art of Noise used it, used that extensively, didn't they? People's voices and they'd play it. And also that tune, uh, Super Dog, uses uses a MIDI of the barking noise. It does, Super Dog did, yeah. And and also, um, what's that tune, that really excellent one, New Shoes, Call Me. <laughs> that's that a MIDI. <laughs> that's a MIDI. Oh, God, I was just sick in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just really properly chundered him. My God! Oh God! Something interests me. Something interesting that interests me comes along, and then you have to fucking have a little little puke, do you? Sorry, all that 
Japanese snack food came back. <laughs> it was quite the taste sensation, mate, I'll be honest. It was a party in your mouth and everyone had been regurgitated. Yeah. Um, well, look, as a, as a platter for the show, this is good. I like this. The B-side was better, wasn't it? More interesting. It was, it was different. It was more interesting to me. Well, uh, this will come to your collection soon, Mr Silverman. Okay, thanks for that. We have one more. Let's see it. Hot off the presses. They've they've sent something else with this letter, with this vinyl, but I'm going to keep what I've got in my hand for a Twitch stream. Oh, don't tease me. No, I'm going to save it for a Twitch stream because it's very visual and I think I'd rather save it for that. So I'm going to save this in my hand for Twitch at a later date. But for now, the vinyl comes with a letter. Here it goes. A gift from James Wilkinson to Ganondorf and Slenderman. I guess they're talking about us. Right, top fact. This is... Apparently has nothing to do with the single, but let me read it anyway. Comedian Roy J, who we've done on Cheap Show before, uh, yes. famed for his catchphrase Spook and Slither, was in an advert in the 80s, but he got fired from the campaign. So this is what we didn't know. We got fired from the campaign when he was caught snorting cocaine on set. Okay, that'll get you fired. Lenny Henry Lenny Henry was brought in as a replacement for Roy J, but the script wasn't changed, leaving Lenny Henry the task of having to do a Roy J impression in the advert complete with faux American accent and paranoid spaced out eyes. And it's on YouTube apparently as well. We've got to check that out. These Smith Square crisps are really neat. Quite elegant at first sight. But looks can be deceptive as you'll find out when you bite. Flavor bursts upon your tongue, the crunch gyrates your jaw. You get the kind of feeling you never felt before. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Smith Square Crisps. Eating is believing. Hope you enjoy the enclosed single. Yours faithfully, James. So, I vaguely remember this, but I have not listened to it yet, so I might be completely wrong. Let's have a let's have a shifty. Well, it's performed by a comedian who we've not really spoken about properly on the show before. In a character, it is Theo Philopius P. Wildebeest. Okay, D. D. Wild. That's the Lenny Henry. Don't even think about it. Now, this is Lenny Henry's character, who was a basically a mixture of Barry White and Teddy Pendergrass. He was he was much more like Teddy Pendergrass, but he was Pendergrass was known as the Black Elvis. And um, was the singer with what they called? He said he did. Don't leave me this way. Harold Melvin. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Yeah, using that disco kind of energy, very di- much disco sort of soul ch- stuff on the um, Sounds of Philadelphia label. But yeah, he that is it. Pendergrass would do all of that stuff where he'd get a girl up on stage and he'd, you know what I mean? Rub his cock and balls humorously in her face. Which Lenny Henry is kind of pastiching, obviously, with his wildebeest uh, character. Yeah, uh, that was the thing, isn't it? He The, the character was, because Lenny Henry was a comedian, an impressionist, uh, a performer, he light could entertainer, sing. now becoming an actor and he all sorts. He could sing, couldn't he? He could sing. I mean, that's he the point. He could sing. The other thing I just wanted to mention is we uh, that we had a video of one of his stand-up specials, which was quite sort of, must have been quite late. And like the whole sort of last third of it, he does a whole extended Theosophist P. Wildebeest bit. Oh, does he? Yeah, and it's not as good as the other stuff, if you ask me. It's not as, because it's just one joke. It's one joke, isn't it? Is that he's like oversexed. He's too sexy yeah, for everything. Yeah, you know what I mean? But the problem, 
with Lenny, I and mean, there's no problem with Lenny Henry inherently. I actually really quite like Lenny Henry. Yeah. He did Tiz Wars and things like that. I His used to love was it. Pretty I good. used to, I was obsessed with that whole crucial uh, Katanga stuff, man. Uh huh. Uh huh. Katanga, my friends. <laughs> yeah. All which, that stuff. We yeah. remember it. Yeah. But he, the problem was is that I think because of the success of Eddie Murphy, I think people expected him to be the British Eddie Murphy, yeah, and he, he really wasn't. Because I think he was not. too no. ultimately too cuddly and too nice. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, totally different type of performer. If if you took like Joan Rivers, the British version would be Victoria Wood. If you took Eddie Murphy, the British version is Lenny Henry. Yeah, and that's not a dig at anyone really. There, it's just there's that weird thing about Britain where it likes its kind of coziness yes so do you want to listen to the song sure here we go (laughs) is everything okay (laughs) are you alright mate what, it won't play? The, every time I start the song, my brain tunes out. <laughs> it's so weird. Come on, man. Drop the record. Drop the drop the needle. From the moment you walked in, I could see I had to make you stay. If the lights were not so bright, you would see it was your lucky day. You know what I'm talking about? stopping it i don't like it i don't like it <laughs> you didn't even let me hear it from the beginning you weirdo i did i started it from the beginning twice and every time i tuned out it was the weirdest thing it was like yeah boring it's a prince copy but is it yeah because it sounds more like bobby brown yeah it does it has a bobby brown brown production but i think he's sort of trying to go for this song like like prince and his voice doesn't sound great does it and it just doesn't she, she, who's the that other is, singer who's who's featuring? What's her? She's a proper singer, isn't she? She's like a Dee Dee Wild is her name. Yeah. Well, there was a Dee Dee Wild, but she was a founder member of Pan's People, so that's not obviously this Dee Dee Wild. Weird. It was Dee Dee Wild just made up for this record? I don't get it. Have a look at the record. I am. It says Dee Dee Wild. That's it. Performed by Dee Dee Wild and Philopius. Floppiest wildebeest, whatever. Theosophus. It's not. It's it's sad because you'd want it to be a comedy song, but it's, it's not a very, comedy record, not, is it? It's not at all. It doesn't seem like it. I know. I think he always had a bit of a struggle because he wanted to be a singer. I think, and he, I'm sure he had an actual straight up single. Or am I just confusing him now? Well, no. I mean, strictly speaking, in the late seventies, he released, as you will probably remember as soon as I say it, a song based on an end of a peer track called. Boiled beef and carrots, which I now finally get to play in cheap shows. Let's have a bit Hooray! of that now! Let's play it! Yeah, yeah! I had a bully other evening. That brother may take. 
I thought I couldn't miss The way your starry eyes were looking I knew I started something cooking And I was right because what I got was Bold paper carrots Bold paper carrots Bold paper carrots When you're hungry it rings the bell Keeps you fit and it keeps you well Don't live like vegetarians On food they give to parrots From morn till night keep living right on Bold paper carrots Hooray! After 180 episodes, I finally get an excuse to play Boiled Beef and Carrots by Lenny Henry. That's a terrible, terrible tune. So he released that, I think, when they because he, he just must have won new faces or something. And so yeah, but again, him hard. That's, but that's not a but that's not a straight music tune. It's sort of it's got novelty aspects, it's got comedic aspects to it, doesn't it? Well, yeah, Boiled Beef and Carrots is an old end of the pier standard. But you this, know, it was all this tune just sounds like an attempt at making a sort of R and B hit. Doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't feel like a pastiche. It feels like a an attempt. Well, here's the thing as well. Side B has bad jokes taken from the soundtrack album Lenny Live and Unleashed, recorded live at the Hackney Empire. Ah, so it's got a bit of stand-up on the back. Nice. Well, no, bad jokes, I think, was a song he does, wasn't it? Where ah. it's like, let, let's find out. Let's put let's it have on a little right listen. Now. Yeah, let's have a listen now. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Lenny Henry. I thought I'd tell you some jokes. Together like this, everybody, yeah, come on. I feel like busting loose some bad jokes. I feel like busting loose some bad Listen, A man was in a hospital bed. Ooh, good God. The doctor said, I've got some good news and some bad news. The man said, I want some bad news. And the doc said, we've had to amputate both your legs. He said, ooh, good guy. What's the good news? And the doc said, the man in the next bed wants to buy you slippers. Sing it. I said bad jokes. He wants to buy you slippers. Okay, yeah. Bit lost there. I would have picked a, a word that was probably a bit more clear to say to land the joke. Shoes, personally speaking, shoes. but I'm a failed stand-up. So how the fuck <laughs> should I know? I remember that now, Paul. That song because he does that in that live thing, and at least that is comedic, isn't it? And it's reasonably clever, it, yeah. you know, for what he's doing. But again, yeah. that just—it's got that weird thing where it's like that's obviously him trying to do raw. That's oh, really? not the stand-up at all that he does. He doesn't do anything like. The, no. the, 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 what would you even call it? Like the, just the, the wave of power that Eddie Murphy has on stage. Yeah, but I uh, know Murphy is, is outstanding, isn't he? His delivery is just something else. I remember you and me listened to that live Eddie Murphy record yeah. I've got. And as much as you fucking cringe and you think, oh, you don't want to say that and all of the unpolitically correct sort of stuff on it, just the rhythm of the way that he delivers... You just laugh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's what he's like yeah. that kind of power. Well, there we go, Mister Silverman. To wrap this section up, I tell you what, you... though, Len- Lenny Henry what? has made me laugh hard as well. But it's the different. You're right. It's a different type of thing, and it's it's unfair to compare him. But yeah, because I remember in the eighties he released that film True Identity, where it was like his big Hollywood breakout movie, yeah. and then it was like, nah, mate, <laughs> that's a shame, isn't it? It was a shame. Miles, feel your roots. Say, baby, didn't I tell you to bring all my bread round to my crib? Mild, you're not black enough. 
get down with your bad self. Say, hey, baby, didn't I tell you to come by my crib with my bread? That's it. What it is? Miles Pope thought he'd hit bottom. I'm an actor, Harvey, not a piece of fruit. Until the mob decided to hit him. By this time tomorrow, I want that pumpkin dead. Now the only way he won't get whacked. Cut him up and make sandwiches. I gotta disappear now. Is to give the performances of his life. Ah! Uh, the unit itself has seven foot high ceilings that are highlighted with a kind of a synthetic gold flex. <laughs> Lord Percy Chisley P.D. Smythe of South Worcestershire upon Avon speaking. But Miles is such a master of disguise. Frank Gover, Mooga! Look, uh, I'll buzz you back when I'm selling there, okay, babe? He's been hired by the mob. I want Pope dead to whack himself. <laughs> Piece of cake. <laughs> Touchstone Pictures presents One Man's Quest to Save His Skin. Just feed them fish and you whack them. <laughs> yeah, well, us hit guys. Hey, hey. Gotta maintain a high standard. I'm a mulatto. From the waist down, that's how it happens sometimes. Another day, another wackaroni union. Can't believe that punk kid fooled me. True identity. Yeah, well, he fooled me too, boss. King Kong in a dress would fool you. Paul. Uh, why do you think that this song is like uh, trying to be like Eddie Murphy? What is it about it? I don't. No, I'm not saying the song is. I'm saying his stage show must have, in some respect, him trying to replicate that in some way. Okay. Yeah. I- I'm not saying he's copying Eddie Murphy. What I'm saying, I think there was a bit of expectation on his shoulders to have that same kind of appeal. And unfortunately, yes. intrinsically, I don't think he's that character. No, he's not. No, he's a different type. Different type of, um, like you say, much more um, warm yeah. and friendly, friendly persona sort of that he brings across. Well, look, he? Mr. Silverman, to wrap up, we've had two songs today: Lenny Henry and Holiday Rap. What would you say? Are they both platters? Is one a splatter? What say you? I don't think the Lenny Henry one's very good. No, it's it's actually not. Uh, I don't think that Holiday one's very good, but it do, it's interesting to me because of the MIDI instrumental on the flip side of that. Well, it necessarily doesn't need to be good to be a platter. It needs to kind of earn its place in your collection, doesn't it? Holiday rap definitely does. Definitely does. And I suppose I'll, I'll, put, I'll put, you know, the, the Lenny Henry one in there. Yeah, because it needs to be with its brethren, doesn't it? So, so I suppose they're both platters, Paul. They're both platters rather they're than They're both platters. platters then. There we go. Right. What a, what a great ending. Clear, concise, <laughs> excellent. I'm pressing the button now. I'm going to press the button. And listener, that means we're stopping our recording, just so you know. And that's it from episode 180. Next week is a big episode for us. It's big time, big news, big potatoes, big Charlie's, big potatoes, big nuzzles. Big Charlie's potato fudge. Big camel knuckle, sweaty pig knuckle, sweaty hairy. I'm just going to let him talk this out before I crack on. I wanted to say scruffage. (laughs) Good. So next week is a big episode for us. Not only will we be celebrating five years of being alive as a podcast, but we're also going to do a massive, big story, as complete as we can tell it, on The Legend of Winky, the little electronic badge and song. And I can tell you now, listener, we have got some great stuff to tell you about. Now, Paul, when you say Winky... Winky! 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 I think we, winky. Needed, we needed to do that. That's part yeah. of it, isn't it? <laughs> that is of... part of it, yeah. yeah. If you meet someone in the street and you go... 
Winky, and they instantly go, Winky, you know you've met a cousin. Yeah, <laughs> a cousin. What, like you're literally... A cheap show cousin. <laughs> a cheap show cousin. Oh, so, that, so please join us next week for our big five-year Winky extravaganza. Also on Saturday, June the 6th, we're doing another one of our Twitch live soiled variety performances so join us for that it's cheap show etc and for everything else go to the website thecheapshow.co.uk if you go there you'll get links to the magazines to tony's merch to the voting for the cheap show awards um email thecheapshow at gmail.com if you want to just say hello send us tales from the shop floor please or if you want to send a track for your envision it's just the shit you're right paul you're right the, the shit has got too much too much shit yes too much shit. Eli would like more spoff stories if you can. Is if that there right? is spunk around a shop. And also, I'd like more old ladies. Right, we'll, we'll move on from that <laughs> fucking comment then. Right, so what else? Email us at thecheapshow.gmail.com. Uh, what else? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Paul Gannon Show. The Cheap Show is at The Cheap Show Pod. Eli is? Eli Snoid. E-L-I-S-N-O. I what is it? <laughs> oh, twat! <laughs> I'm just trying to do that on purpose so I get something to say. I never get any say anything. I you wanted to say, seeker. please, Eli Snoy. It's just because I just got. It's just admin. It's just the boring part of every podcast. Is the well, admin. I can share. I can share the load verbally. I don't want you to share any of your load with me. All right, I'll share my load. I'll give you. A, <laughs> I'll apportion my load. Well, I'll have to judge it and put it in my gooey decimal system then, won't I? Yes. Right, it's Eli Snoid, E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. if you can and want to, and you're able to without any hardship to yourself, please consider giving as little or as much as you can to uh, our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash cheap show, extra podcasts, sneak peek videos, bits and bobs. We do what we can. I'm much better. I hope you enjoy it. I'm much better on the Patreon. Uh, the Patreon podcast, just so you know. Not that I'm holding back, but, you know, I get real, get real mean. I get real mean. Shut up. I'm this, sk- it. Scornful. Been, this is enough. This is enough now. I'm We've scornful. I'm scornful. Four minutes or so. Admin, that's everything. Next right, week, fine. birthday episode. Next week, Winky. Uh, Spoiled variety performance on the way. Awards on the way. Special live stream on the way. Your envision. There's so much coming up so in the next much. two months. Why? You'd be a fool to miss it. Bye, everybody. Suck my chody load. <laughs>